is the number one commodity in the world that you can't get back once it's gone. Time. So I will keep this brief. I'm Muthita Panmuk, a time efficiency expert and a business operations strategist, who is as known as the Time Queen. Welcome to my Get Unstuck Radio. Running a business can be very overwhelming at times, especially in the first few years when you are required to wear the hats and do other things. You started your company because you had a vision that almost every business owner has when they begin. You wanted freedom, true freedom. So you are in the right place to help you build and grow your business that support your lifestyle. Not the other way around. Without further ado, let's get unstuck. Hi, get unstuck nation. Today is another time that we're gonna talk about manifestation expert, but not a woo-woo thing as you think. Because you know me, I'm not that type. So let me introduce. Um, sorry, Dan. How can I say your last name? Mangena. Mangena. So let me introduce Dan Mangena right here. Dan is an entrepreneur. Um. I'm sorry, I cannot say that word. Philanthropist. What does that mean? Philanthropist. I do a lot of charity work. Oh, right. Okay, got it. Thank you. Yeah, I work with charities. I'm on the boards of some charities and I do charity work. Uh Uh-huh. And he also have like a best-selling author and qualified really trans-serving practitioner. We're going to get into that very soon because I really love the word trans-serving. Like that's so much fun. And yeah, you're going to get to know more of him today. And thank you so much for joining Get Unstuck Radio, Dan. Thank you for having me. Really excited to be here. So um, before we get into your work or your Mm -hmm. zone, can you share with me a little bit about how you become an entrepreneur? You know, the really funny thing, I've only had two jobs in my life. I had a job working in a cinema when I was a teenager. Um, I'd already taught myself to make computers by that time. So I didn't even need the job. It was just something I did for fun one summer. And then when I was building up my last business, I worked in a call center at the same time while I was building up the business. So I've actually been an entrepreneur most of my life. Um, I did the whole car washing service. I did breakfast in bed, you know, the normal things that kid entrepreneurs do. But like I said, I taught myself to make computers when I was 13. So I did that. Um, I've I've always been an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're always solving other people's problems, right? And we get money. Exactly. So, yeah, mm. I, I know what you mean. So, let me ask you, how manifestation changed your life? Mm-hmm. So, do you know the really funny thing is that I was studying the real side, what I like to call the real side of manifestation, since I was about 16 years old. Mm. I think it's only when that book, The Secret, came out and the movie, The Secret, came out like 2007, everyone starts using this word manifestation. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. But when I go back to a lot of my early teachers, a lot of the books that I read when I was a teenager, like The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Wattles, The Master Key System by Charles F. Harnell, these guys weren't talking about sitting around waiting for things to fall out of the sky. They were speaking about honing the power of your mind, getting clear on your vision, operating intentionally, adding value to people's lives, managing your emotional state. This for me is what manifestation 
really is. Not, I'm going to put a check on my wall for a million dollars and then the universe is going to give it to me. Or I'm going to go and make a special money candle and then my bank balance is going to increase with magic. I think it's BS, to be honest. And it all it really does is sell nice courses on Instagram. So for me, manifestation in a real sense has been a part of my life for about 20 years, since I was about 16 years old. I don't think I would have made it through some of the circumstances that happened in my life without the ability to dominate my mental and dominate my, my emotional state. And then understanding that ultimately none of that stuff makes is, has any use unless I'm really grounding it and anchoring it by taking actions that link to it. So that's what it's done for me. Mm -hmm. And how it helps your clients so far, like how you adapt or convey it from your own mm -hmm. perspective to help mm -hmm. others with that. I think a lot of the people that I've ended up working with are people that they do some yoga or they, they do meditation they have like a, they go to a vision vision board party at the beginning of every year. They've read the Alchemist, Paul Coelho, or they've they've watched The Secret, and they they're like, okay, I'm gonna go and and they've seen that it doesn't really give them the result. So these are the people that tend to come to me, and what ends up happening when they come into my world is I start to invite them to look at something, and that's that we've got a physical body, right? I've got my body. It moves through time and space. Then I've got my mind and my mind affects what my body can do, but it's not in my body. So that's another step. But then how I feel my emotions can cloud my thinking. If I'm angry, it will block me thinking. If I'm happy, I can miss something. If I'm sad, I'm not. So I've got another part of me, my emotions too. So I invite them to, to break it down that there's the emotional self or the energetic self. Some people call it spirit. Then we've got the mental self, the thinking, where my beliefs and the stories about myself are. And then I've got me with my five senses moving through time and space, operating in physical reality. If I wanna get something in my life, I can't just have a, a vision board that makes me feel good in the morning and then do nothing else for the rest of my day. I can't just sit there mentally imagining this wonderful life and then get up and not do anything about it. I need to be clear on my vibrational frequency, my spirit, my energy, my emotions. I need to be dedicated. I need to be committed and focused with my thought. I need to be deliberate, intentional, and consistent with my actions. And it's only by doing all of those things together that we get something. So on the back of that, I've got people in my program that are millionaires. I've got people that have got financial freedom, people that have found the love of their life, that have healed their body. By taking this principle of bringing everything together and using that to get the results in their life. These things are not new, right? It's something yeah. that's already there. I think people, some people call it natural law, if I don't get it wrong. Natural law is one of the ways that this takes shape, yes. I think for me, one of my mentors, David Nagel, I think he, he put it in a way that I understand it best. He said, natural law is the structure that governs an orderly, an orderly universe. Mm. So the universe that we operate is kept functioning with the structure of natural law whether mm. that's the law of compensation the law of nature the law of gestation the law of polarity the law of, of subconscious momentum all of these laws are basically like when they build a house they make the frame first for the house then they'll come and they'll put some bricks and all that stuff but the frame is what everything's built around for me natural law is that framework 
So do you have any like um how to say that? Case study that you want to share here? Like the funny one or like the real like breakthrough thing? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Because I, I believe you though, and I, I think somehow it's already in our let's say intuition that that is like at some certain point when we keep dreaming but not doing anything, you know that mm -hmm. you are lying to yourself. And that is the sign of laziness, right? You just <laughs> you just want it, but you're not needing it enough to take action and make it happen. I think that is somewhere that many people get stuck at, mm -hmm. like when you have too many creative ideas or focus mm -hmm. on too many things, but like, which one should I do first? Or mm -hmm. should I really do it? Do I really mm -hmm. need it? Mm -hmm. um, Decision making is something that I speak a lot and it took a lot of time during the day today or in our life to make. I believe, mm -hmm. I'm a believer on that. Another thing is about priority. That's mm -hmm. always block you from not moving forward. Well, so what is your opinion on that? So my opinion is that the mind is not a failure. Mm. In fact, the mind never fails at anything. One of my Danisms, my little sayings is the mind does not lose and the environment doesn't lie. So everything that's showing up for you in your world is your behavior, your experiences, your results, your circumstances. It's a perfect reflection of what you want at an unconscious level. Now, some people are gonna be yeah. like, oh my God, I don't wanna be sad. I didn't want to have my house robbed. I didn't want to lose my family member. So no, 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 let's slow down. What shows up outside is a perfect reflection of what's happening inside. And what's happening inside is at an unconscious level, what we want. It never loses. It never fails at anything. So when somebody's not taking action, it's that at an unconscious level, they don't want the result. Because yeah. for us to move through, like... For us, it doesn't matter how hard you pray about something, how long you've been chanting for it, how long you've been holding a, a yoga mudra, how long you've been doing your affirmations in the morning. For me to experience something in physical reality, there has to be a movement through physical reality. Right? Let's talk about money, for example. All money comes to us from or through other people. Even if you think you're going to win money from the lottery, you still have to buy a lottery ticket from someone in a shop. Someone still uses the lottery machine. Other people lose money and you get money, even if it's the lottery. So that's not magic. It's just a high game of chance. That's all it is. So if I'm saying that I'm not going to do anything in phys my physical world, but I want something in my physical world, that's the height of stupidity. You know, that's like someone saying, I want to find the love of my life. I've made uh, my vision board. I know exactly what she looks like or he looks like, what abs they've got, how their butt is, the butt of Beyonce, the face of, of The Rock or whatever, whoever the people, the kids love these days. And all I'm gonna do is I'm gonna meditate on this picture every day. But then I'm gonna stay in my house, watching Netflix, eating Pringles. I'm never gonna meet another human if my phone rings, I'm not going to answer it. I'm sorry, I can't answer the phone. I'm meditating to manifest the love of my life. That's stupid, but that's what people are doing every day. And they're doing it because they don't actually want it at an unconscious level. When we want something at an unconscious level, we act, we move, and reality responds. Ah, so it seems like when we are really at the flow state, right? That, that's, that's another word that like, 
we want to extend the flow state as long as possible so that we can take that kind of action as much as possible mm -hmm. and get to the result faster or closing that gap. So, right? Am I correct? Yeah, I mean, a flow state for me is a state where I'm optimally able to show up and have the thinking, the feeling, and take the actions that are going to get results. Mm. That's for me. It's it's a space that I can make something happen. When I'm out of flow, it's not that things can't happen, but there's going to be a disconnect. Like you said, the, the space and the distance is going to be longer. So it might take me longer to write that email. It might take me longer to go and set up the meeting or to go and create that content. It might feel a bit more constrictive for me to go and have that sales conversation or to go and present my work or to even do a podcast. When I'm in flow, I'm just grooving. It feels good. I'm uplifted. Time starts to dis to, to to move uh, and, and and disappear because I'm just I'm just rolling and I'm having fun and I'm doing what I'm doing, and then things happen smoothly with less resistance, more grace, more ease, more flow. Mm -hmm. So in that case, if they are not wanted it enough at the unconscious level, sorry, subconscious level, not unconscious, mm -hmm. subconscious level. Um, are they having a distraction problem or procrastination problem or what exactly the issue that you would help them to discover? Would they mm -hmm. really need this or is other things that's more important for them? I would say this. A lot of people spend a lot of time chasing after a life that they don't even really want. Mm. You know, I've had so many people come through the doors of my program. They come and say, yeah, I want to be a millionaire. Daniel, teach me to be a millionaire, blah, blah, blah. And then they get in and they realize, I don't even want to be a millionaire. I actually just want to be financially free. And so we just reset the goal. Okay, what does financial freedom look like for you? Let's reset the goal. Someone says, oh my God, I want to find the love of my life. You don't even want to be in a relationship. Or worse still, you're gay, but you've been pretending that you're straight all of this time. Or you're straight and pretending that you're gay, whatever the, the story some people, I want to start a family. You don't even like kids. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That makes sense. <laughs> so let's first and foremost get clear on what it is we actually want. Slow down. Then we can, once we know what we consciously want, we can start to develop the relationship between our conscious and our subconscious mind so that we can get the subconscious mind on board. Because this is what we're doing. It's like, a carriage like with horses two horses right if those horses are running in two different directions is that it's going to flip over yeah. we need to get both the horses running together in harmony in the right direction procrastination is a sign that you're not running in the right direction mm. um all of these other feelings that you, li that you listed they're demonstrating that i'm not got two horses running in the right direction what does it look like to bring them in the right direction let's look at the programming Maybe you have some limiting beliefs. Maybe you have some trauma. Maybe it's just pre-programmed experiences from childhood. But once we know what we want, we can see where the resistance is, what's standing in the way, and do the appropriate healing uh, and fixing of those things so we can bring those horses together, let them run all the way to our success. So I think you might get this question a lot asking, but then there are something happened in my life that I couldn't control. Yeah, that's fine. But guess what? Even if we can't control something that happens to us, we have complete dominion and authority over how we respond to it. 
a lot of the time we're dealing with something I call echoes. When we're looking at the results of choices that we've made in the past, I call those an echo, right? So for example, let's say you made poor financial decisions in the past, but now you've consciously said, I'm going to fix my financial situation. But then a debt collector comes from a debt that you forgot. That doesn't mean that you're not doing the right thing now. But guess what? Choices you make from the past is an echo. So we have to respond to that accordingly. In that instance, you might be, hey, do you know what? I'm just getting myself back on my feet. Can I work out a payment plan? I'm now in integrity and authority, and I'm operating um, sensibly with my and responsibly with my money. Now I'm going to start getting more results that are from that way of being, because what we get is a result of who we are. Let's look at someone, for example, who they've got into a relationship. They used to be a bit of a bad person. Then they find out 15 years later that a kid, they had a kid that they didn't know about. Well, they didn't have any control over not knowing that the kid was, was out there, but now they have responsible, the opportunity to be a responsible parent. They're operating differently now. Those echoes from the past can come, but we can still deal with them from a new, empowered, better place today. I always ask this because I think this is something that people, I mean, in general, not really accept. Do you think why it's so hard for people to accept the present and who they really are or self-awareness on the other hand? Most people don't even have enough present awareness to even know who they are. They're caught up in the anxiety or expectation about who other people have told them they have to be in the future. Or they're caught up in the trauma about who they've been or what they've done in the past. Or they're so busy thinking about what other people are doing or what they think that other people are thinking about them. They're not present enough to even know what's going on within themselves. I think that's more the challenge. And what would you advise them to slow down? I think you say that very often, slow down. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand that by, like, I used to have, I used to be a person who, I think the doctor told me that my brain didn't stop. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I was able to think all the time continuously. And even when I'm asleep, I'm wake up, I can carry on thinking, you know, that's kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah, so I understand when you say slow down. It's like meditation mm -hmm. does help to, to mm -hmm. at least be with myself more. And mm -hmm. yeah, so what would you suggest them to like start focusing on themselves more than mm -hmm. others, but also knowing that they are living in a society? Mm -hmm. Well, the first thing I would remind them is that people probably aren't thinking about you as much as you think they are. Yeah. Everyone's got their own stuff going on. There's a, a meme that I saw once where this guy is looking up at heaven and he's saying, God, save me from all of my haters. And then the other half is God saying, dude, nobody's thinking about you. <laughs> We've got these almost narcissistic ego driven ideas that people care about us more than they do. Even the people that do look like they care about you, it's because they're running away from dealing with themselves. <laughs> And actually the way that they're dealing with you is the, the way that they feel about themselves. People that run around being hateful, they don't like themselves. And that's why they take the, the hate out on other people. So letting go of putting more credibility on what other people say than what we have to say about ourselves. Loving ourselves enough to put ourselves first. Because at the end of the day, I think that's where a lot of the magic is. So it's not that I'm pretending that this person's not a nasty person or that this person's not a lovely person. 
I'm saying it's more important that I'm grounded and focused here on myself. And I can use that as information rather than it being something that holds me captive. It's just information, feedback. Oh, how cool. That's showing up. Okay, that's a clue. Oh, that, okay, that's a clue. Not, oh my God, I'm going to now have my identity based on what this person said to me or what this person wrote on Facebook or blah, blah, blah. Screw them. Put yourself first, love yourself first and slow down. <laughs> you know, it's so hard to believe in yourself. I mean, I mean, in I, I, I hear this a lot in therapy session or like it for my therapist even. Um, mm-hmm. It's why it's so hard to, to be believing in yourself or to feel mm-hmm. that you are enough. Why it's so hard? We weren't taught to do that. Mm. When were we taught to believe in ourselves? Who told us to value our opinion about ourselves? I don't remember getting that class at school. Well, my parents do say like I believe in you or something when I was younger, like before yeah, the but, exam. Yeah, but then you, you, but then, but guess what? Your parents said they believe in you in the morning, and then you spent the rest of the day in a world that wasn't repeating that message. Ah, oh, you're right. You're right. If we look, yeah. at, if we look at the way that, if we look at the the way that the world works, more, I mean, now with the pandemic, it's been different because people have been spending more time at home. But we spend. I mean, I've got a newborn. My son's three months old, right? And so now he's spending all of his time with us. But like my stepdaughter, she goes to school for half of the day. Mm. I don't know what input she's getting there, what environment she's in mentally and emotionally, what the other kids are saying and doing. Are they uplifting her spirit or are they putting her down? Yeah. And that's her journey. I don't know that. And it's just like yours. Your parents sent you off saying they believe in you, but did the world sing the same song or did they give you a different tune? That's true. Yeah, there were some point in my teenage that I'm kind of naughty <laughs> because of the surrounded people that I socialize with. Yeah, mm. I agree. My friend told me that as well. Like, I are I actually already forgot who I was when I was younger. But they just remind me that. Do, do you remember when you were younger? You used to be like that. But look at you now. Like they're trying to make me feel better from like the mm. failure or something. Like when we speak, you know. So mm. that's really makes sense. So times change. People do change regarding to experience, surrounding things, and also the mm-hmm. world situation. And of course, uncontrollable factors, right? Yeah, we, we can't control everything, but we don't have to control everything. Mm. What we have control over or what we have creative power over is ourselves. But when we give that power away by being so caught up in what's happening outside, then we don't have the opportunity to exercise that power, which is where the slowing down comes because I can slow down. I can ask, what am I feeling? What am I thinking? And then from there, what am I doing? And is what I'm doing this episode is sponsored by Mutita Clothing, like what I'm wearing right here. So if you are a pretty sized lady who are looking for high quality apparels as well as a neat cutting and premium pattern, check it out at mutitaclothing.com so that you can be simply elegant by no time. Let's get back to the episode. <laughs> Where were we? Sorry, I apologize. No, it's, I, th- I think I, I got the point. Yeah. There anyway. Yeah. It's um. What am I thinking? What am I doing? And is that leading to what I want, or do I need to change what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, what I'm doing to lead to what I want? But I need to have slowed down in order to be able to achieve that and access that. 
So how would you suggest people to slow down? Seems like that is the core thing. Here's a, here's a little cool thing. Well, it's going to depend on you. One of the things that um, I remind people is that no two people are the same. You know, one person can go and sit down with a, a crystal bowl and meditate. Some people need to go and have a run in the mountains. Some people need to go for a swim. Some people need to go and listen to some music. Some people need to play an instrument. It's yeah. knowing yourself enough to know what works. Experiment, play, have fun with learning what works for you. And when you know what works for you, then do it on a consistent basis. What worked for you to slow down? Me, meditation, breath work, doing heart coherence exercise. I've actually got a free resource for heart coherence on my, on my website that people can use as well. What is that? Can you say that? Heart again? coherence. Heart coherence. It's a way of really connecting with your heart and, and slowing down. I've oh. got, a, a, I've got an, a, a tool for that on my website. It's, a, it's about three minutes long, four minutes long. It's really powerful. When I'm playing instrument, when I'm playing with the baby, playing with my son, that helps me to slow down. Um, but yeah, looking at the stars. I love looking at stars. That helps me to slow down. Putting my feet in the, on the sand at the beach, again, helps me to slow down. Yeah. So do I. Playing with my dog or like being next to water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Getting shower or something. Anything related to water like gets mm -hmm. me more peacefulness somehow. And anxiety. Mm. Yeah, I prefer that. Beautiful. Yeah, that's cool. So, um, oh, we haven't touched on this thing. Transurfing. What is that really? <laughs> <laughs> so transurfing is a modality that was created by a Russian guy called Vadim Zeeland. And it's a way of looking at reality. It's a way of, of creating your reality. It's a way of, of having more control over your life. So um, it's really cool. It's very practical. There was a lot of woo-woo in there, but it's very grounded and more scientific. Um, it pulls on, I think, my experience of it is that it pulls on a lot of different ideas from across the ages, but it's one of the most comprehensive models I've found um, in terms of creating your own reality. So I went and got certified. Mm. So I believe you have done a lot of research on that, right? Like to, to make decision to yourself, like this is what works for you and also for mm -hmm. your clients moving forward. So. Mm -hmm. And I always say that you, everyone who become an expert is like doing another master degree or even PhD somehow. So mm -hmm. I'm not kidding though. Like we do read, we do research, we do experiment. Like if you say that this is not rocket science, I would say it's my rocket science to be what I'm, I'm today. <laughs> so <laughs> for yourself, like um, what do you think? Here's something that I say. Um, mm -hmm. When I see people successful, I see their dedication, like they are really unstoppable. And mm -hmm. when I see like my friends who are able to make it in some certain way that polarizing with another thing that they want to do, and I see the comparison from third person perspective. And when I told them that, hey, if you focus on things like you're doing the A thing, your B will be success just like that because you really mm -hmm. dedicated on that. What would you suggest people to just go all in and really focus on that and make it happen? I don't think it's going to be the same for everybody. Again, different people are going to have different strengths or different areas where they have not strengths, weaknesses, if you will. So I would say building a relationship with yourself and with how you best show up. So understanding how 
you best have more say in how you're feeling, learning how you think and the things that support positive thoughts. And then also just curating your environment so that it supports you. The people, places and things in your world, are they supporting you going on this journey? If you can go all in with understanding how your emotional, your personal emotional balance is and how you can increase your positive input so that your mental narrative is positive, and at the same time, cut out everything that doesn't support that from your environment, I think you'll win, no matter what you go and do. Awesome. I mean, until now, <laughs> until now, in case anyone want to work with you or follow your work, like, I think it's mm -hmm. very interesting. So where can they reach out to you then? My website is the best place to find me. It's dreamwithdan.com. There are free resources there. There's also a free video series, that the free video they can watch at dreamwithdan.com forward slash HMM. Um, that just talks a bit more about how my work, specifically around financial abundances. And uh, that's a really cool video. Uh, I'm on social media. I'm on Clubhouse, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. But all of the links for everything are on my, on my website. Cool. So everyone, the link will be in the description below. Check it out. And yeah, I mean, what you're waiting for? Just get manifested <laughs> and make it happen, right? Thank you so much for joining the Unstuck video today. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. I hope this episode inspired you to get unstuck wherever you are in your journey so that you can have your business that supports your lifestyle. Get a show note at helpyougetunstuck.com today. Start implementing what you have learned. The results of your consistent effort and improvement are worth it because you deserve the freedom to enjoy your life. Speak to you next time and don't forget to get unstuck.